I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean, your host, and I am here with a new episode. Uh, today's episode, we are going to be talking about um, parents maintaining their emotional, mental health, um, or <laughs> some parents like to say maintaining their sanity, um, you know, in such a chaotic world and chaotic environment. Um, you know, obviously, any kind of parent uh, would tell you that they need to do things for themselves um, and take care of themselves, um, you know, in order to maintain their own healthy lifestyle. Um, that's physically, emotionally, and mentally. Um, all three components um, factor into that, um, and you know, a lot of them have to do with each other. You know, reducing your stress um, by taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally is going to help help you um, improve your physical health, you know, exercising, eating healthy is going to improve your physical health, but it, that, that improvement and that, that the act of working on yourself and your physical health is also going to have a huge impact on your mental and emotional health and stability as well. Um, you know, that being said, you know, like I said, it's important for every parent to take time for themselves, but I think it's even more vital for parents uh, that are raising children on the spectrum, just because, you know, their lives get stretched even thinner than, you know, an average parent's, uh, things get harder and harder, and the challenges become more and more intense, more and more serious, and have bigger consequences, or, you know, uh, more important outcomes in many ways. Um, so, yeah, let, let, let's dive into that a little bit. I mean, first I want to talk about physical health, maintaining your physical health and how that can impact, you know, yourself emotionally and mentally. So, you know, I have done a lot of personal development, a lot of personal growth in those areas. Um... And one of the things that stuck out to me that I didn't really realize at first was how important nutrition and exercise are for your mental and emotional health. I mean, I used to be a personal trainer, so I obviously knew the impact it had physically on you and your physical health, um, you know, both in terms of how you look as well as how healthy your body is, how much energy you have, things like that. But those things have a huge impact on your mental health and emotional health as well. So finding time to be physically active, and I know it's not always easy. A lot of people don't like exercise. So, you know, maybe that doesn't mean going to the gym for some people. Maybe it just means being active in some way. You know, Grayson likes to go out a lot. Um... He loves being outside. We have the dog now as well. So, you know, we don't necessarily obviously have all the time in the world to fit exercise into our daily lives in a traditional way. But, you know, we can 
go out for hikes and walks and different things like that to stay physically active. Um, you know, and that's going to have a huge impact on, you know, every part of our lives. So, you know, that's one thing we're doing. You know, you can find ways to, I guess, uh, multitask in some ways and accomplish a lot of things at one time. So it's great going out, being outside, especially, you know, in the springtime when it's finally starting to get a little bit warmer. It's really nice to be outside. Um, and that's that in and of itself is really good for your emotional and mental health. Then uh, you add on top of that, you know, you're spending time with your loved ones and your family. So you're getting quality family time. Um, you're connecting with your, you know, in our case with Grayson and with our dog. Um, all of that, and we're getting exercise at the same time. That's going to have an impact on our physical health and our mental health. So, you know, you're really like knocking off, you know, 10 things off of the to-do list, so to speak, um, in one shot. So um, definitely highly recommend that. Um, trying to maintain sleep is another important thing. I know we we just did an episode on you know, overcoming sleep challenges with um, kids, but when it comes to our sleep, um, some of the biggest things, you know, consistent amount of sleep, at, you know, regularly, same bedtimes, just like we said on the other episode for your kids, things like that, uh, are extremely important for maintaining, you know, good, healthy uh, sleeping habits that also really um, work well for you. In other words, they really help you feel refreshed and energized when you wake up and help you recover uh, from the previous day or previous days. Now, I know some people in certain, you know, certain situations, it's very difficult to do that. I do a lot of night, night uh, shifts at work, um, which makes my sleeping schedule kind of erratic. Um, we have to take turns right now since we have the puppy and she's so young. We have to take turns sleeping with her. Um, we have the challenges with, with Grayson sleeping. So, you know, sometimes we have to take turns getting up early, staying up late, one of us staying with one, one of us being with the other. Um, the one thing I think we've done really well at is even though our sleeping patterns aren't always consistent every day, um, we are making sure we're getting sleep and we're making sure we're helping each other do that. So like, you know, I know when Alex has had a rough night and I can kind of help, help her manage that. In other words, I may work an overnight shift. She may have been up a lot that night with the two of them. When I then get home, I can kind of let her sleep for a while, take over looking after them when I'm home for a few hours before then I go to sleep. Um, it just works out much better for us as opposed to me coming home, trying to go to sleep, her getting up and being tired. She's tired then throughout the day. You know, I wake up, I'm still a little groggy because I don't want to sleep for too long because I don't want to leave her, you know, on her own for too long after her not getting good sleep. So, you know, we've been able to figure out a way to manage that stuff. And it has had a huge impact, um, on improving our, our lives emotionally, mentally, things like that. Um, we would love to have it consistent every night at the same times, you know, like we recommended on the last sleep episode for the kiddos, but 
sometimes that's not possible, uh, and we're doing everything we can to at least make sure we're helping each other get uh, the sleep that we need. Um, now, that being said, there's so many other things that we, we can point out here. Support groups, huge. Um, I've been involved in some different groups throughout the years, and it's really allowed me to open up and connect to people that are, are going through tough things like myself at the time or different situations at the time. You know, sometimes it's hard to, you know, build a connection with, say, you know, a best friend that may not have the same situation with their kids as you do. Um, it could be hard to relate, hard to empathize and support um, support each other in the way that we need support. I mean, I'm not saying, like, family members and friends won't be supportive, but there's a little different type of interaction, connection, um with people that are going through similar situations. So support groups are really helpful, obviously. Um, you know, seeking out a professional, mental health professional, is something that you could do. Um, I've done it. Um, I've had a couple of therapists throughout the years. And, you know, yeah, you need to do some things to make sure you pick the right ones and you're matching and, and you know, connecting with the right therapist that works best for you and you feel comfortable with and they feel comfortable with you, uh, so on and so forth. But, um, you know, that's definitely a resource as well. And, you know, some other things, obviously maintaining your marriage is important. So finding ways to spend time with your significant other, extremely important, high impact on your emotional mental health. And, you know, all of these things. I'm not saying you need to find, you know, all this time to make it happen like you did when you were in your early 20s when you could do whatever you wanted and, you know, uh, you had all the time in the world to do what you wanted with your life and enjoy the things that you wanted to enjoy. But I'm saying you need to carve out some time here or there. And one thing I always say is that the healthier you are as an individual, as an individual, um, the better person and the more present you're going to be bringing yourself into a relationship or a family or uh, interaction with your child or really anything. Um, so that leads me into obviously, you know, making sure you're doing mindfulness and taking time for mindfulness and self care. Um, you know, doing things on your own, spending time with some friends here and there. You know, like I said, you know, I probably went out with my friends every night, <laughs> every night to the bar when I was in my tw early 20s, but um, over time that's changed, and, you know, like just going out with some friends for dinner once a month, um, that has probably a bigger impact on me emotionally and mentally now in my life than going out every night in my early 20s did. Um, because what I get out of it is completely different and so much more important. You know, the, so, you know, start a new hobby maybe. Um, that's another thing, you know, that another way you can get that fulfillment of that self-care, mindfulness time to kind of uh, step away and take a break from 
distressful lives that uh, we live as uh, parents of children on the spectrum. So, you know, that can be different for everybody. You know, obviously women, spa days, maybe things like that. Maybe taking some cooking classes with some friends. Um, that's something I've seen out there a lot, obviously, for everybody. Meditation, prayer, different things like that. Uh, reading. Reading is actually really, really, really good for your emotional and mental health as well. Um, it doesn't matter really what you read either. Um, I'm a big proponent of um, fi- uh, nonfiction just because I like to learn about something um, as I read, and I feel like that's really a really good use of my time uh, as opposed to fiction. Uh, but even fiction, you know, that that provides you an intellectual stimulation, uh, you know, challenging uh, your mind, keeping it sharp, and also escaping from, you know, the stresses of life and doing it in a healthy way. As opposed to, you know, some people that obviously um, choose unhealthy uh, outlets for, you know, escaping from their stresses of their life. You know, things like alcohol, drugs, um, and things of, of that, uh, that vein. So, yeah, so definitely hobbies very important. I like to golf. I like to fish. Um... You know, Alex, I try to get her out with some of her friends, um, you know, and I try to push her to do that because she doesn't always want to. She is always happy she did when she does, but, you know, I know sometimes any of us can get, like, caught up in life and focusing on what's going on, so, um, and feel like that that's the most important thing. And although it is important, you know, taking care of yourself is what's going to allow you, like I said earlier, to be more present in those situations so I'm not sure if you could hear this but I got police and fire sirens in the background because of the windows open today so sorry about that uh, they're not coming for me don't worry <laughs> um, yeah so the, I mean those are some of my, my like the biggest points I wanted to make and I, I think the biggest thing I want to stress is taking care of yourself is the first step in taking care of everyone else. Because the better and healthier you are in every way, um, the better you're going to be able to be there and support the other important people in your life, whether that be your wife, family members, friends, children, what have you. Um, and I think that's really the biggest point I wanted to drive home. Uh, some of the tips I wanted to lay out there, um, you know, another one I just thought of, water, making sure you drink and hydrate enough water every day, extremely important. I know when I don't drink enough, I definitely feel more sluggish, uh, and when I do drink uh, plenty of water, I feel a lot more energetic and focused uh, and everything like that, so yeah, those are some of my tips. If anybody has any other ideas, thoughts, um, opinions out there, please shoot us an email, um, let us know what you got, we love interacting with you guys, hearing from the listeners all the time, it's one of the most enjoyable parts of doing the show, um, is getting some feedback, hearing what's on people's minds, what you guys care about, and stuff like that, so, um, obviously, we did start the YouTube channel, uh, last week, super exciting, we're enjoying it, um, 
it's a lot of work, but we've got some really good stuff we've been working on that's going to be coming out. Uh, we're trying to do about two uh, videos a week as of right now, see how that goes, um, and then kind of take it from there. Um, but you know, we do have one uh, coming up this week that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. We take Grayson and Savina, our new puppy, out to PetSmart um, for the first time. And, uh, yeah, it was good. There's some really good stuff. So check that out. Uh, as always, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Um, and uh, I guess with that, I'll see you on the next episode. For autism, building, building the, the puzzle, puzzle one piece, piece at, at a time. time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com reach out by phone at 732-203-5268 you can also find them both on facebook and instagram as well at the speech paradigm we are also sponsored by grayson and company uh, making homemade toys they have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins sensory boards all different kinds of toys for your children uh, they can be reached at grayson-company dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys